I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. All right, welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast, Season 25, Episode 2. Joining me as always, Katie Pilata. Wait, Katie, hello. Hello. How you doing? Good. Made it through episode two. We did. And barely because, uh, you know, things were looking very smooth and we're going to get through an entire episode without anybody throwing a wrench into things. But that would be too easy. (laughs) That wouldn't be a real episode. No, I thought we were going to get a nice, simple rose ceremony and go from there. But instead, we get to be continued with people passing out. The dreaded to be continued. Never like to see that. Although I know what a lot of people like to see, which was the opening of this episode, which is uh, the shower shot. Matt Bachelor <laughs> first running, doing some Peloton, and then getting in the shower. Surprised we didn't get the shower shots in episode one, honestly. But um, <laughs> we'll we'll take episode two. We'll take episode two. Exactly, and uh, we find out that we're going to get three dates, which are uh, a group date, two one on ones but that not everyone is getting a date. Dun, dun, dun. Chris with his most dramatic delivery ever of, and the dates start right now. And everyone flips out. Of course, in week two, if you don't get the one-on-one, then why am I even here? And does he really see me? And why am I opening myself <laughs> up? And if he's not going to give me one-on-one. We're obviously going to lose. And Brie gets this first one-on-one and is almost the end of her world because um, <laughs> yeah. he, he nearly kills her. <laughs> Uh, love was definitely an adventure there. That's for sure. Well, especially when you have someone. It started off like, you know, getting on the ATVs. They were having a good time. All the girls were jealous. Um, That's kind of obviously where it started for all the girls to be like, all right, now he's actually on a date with someone else. Let's let's start freaking out and and having all these, you know, catty panic attacks and everything Um, started off good. And then. They had to go, they had to go on to the, just the one ATV. They couldn't have their separate ones. And then that's obviously when it went downhill, literally. Well, and especially when you're dealing with someone who specifically is saying, yeah, this is like the last date I would pick. I'm not adventurous. Uh, These are not things that I do. Um, She could barely start the ATV, which would probably be me because I've never been on one either. Um, And then for her to jump on and just be like, oh yeah, I trust you. No problem. And then he almost kills her. Yeah, actually, I don't think I have that trust anymore. <laughs> uh, at least he recognized that he almost killed her and um, said that basically his mo- her mother is going to kill him for putting her in danger. So if she I, lasts I to thought the that was hometowns, a great, Yeah, I thought that was a great comment, honestly, because what, like, when we have we had a bachelor, bachelor that 
I don't know. He just seems so. I just love him so much. <laughs> yeah, and he just actually, seems before... so, like he actually cares about this um, about Brie and caring what her mother's gonna think about almost killing her, um, and just th not even this date. Just throughout the whole episode, it was just like he's just such a gentleman, and it's like refreshing for this this show. Honestly, it was refreshing to have Tasia because. She was just, you know, not I think, well, not Claire, but um, <laughs> somewhat a girl version of this, of Matt, um, even though Tasia's been with the series before. Um, but Matt's just a whole new perspective, finally a gentleman, like, and actually cares about listening to everyone and everyone's story and understands that they're all here for him. So he's going to take the time to, you know, get to know all of these girls. Well, most of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but I think that one side effect with, with Matt that we've seen through these two episodes is that when you are seemingly that genuine and I do buy it like this, the whole thing that he's selling, I'm buying. Like I, I'm, I do too. I don't, I don't think it's a put on. Um, it does lead to a, sort of I don't want to say boring because I've enjoyed the episodes but like you know less than exciting run here and that's mm -hmm. why as much as I hate Victoria and I hope that she goes away very soon and as you can hear mm -hmm. the twins also hate Victoria <laughs> and good for them they are those not are fans those are Katie's twins in the background and um, thankfully they are also saying like Peace out, Victoria. <laughs> yeah. But what I will fans. say as, as sort of the case for Victoria is it does at least inject a little drama here. And, and obviously the rest of the women don't want that drama and seemingly it's, you know, might send Sarah to the hospital, even though she already had a rose. Yeah. But with, without her, which again, let me be clear, we'll be happy to be without her. Mm -hmm. But without her, it's it really is just lovey-dovey. Everybody loves everybody and so happy for everyone. And we're singing Kumbaya and there we go. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree. Um, I just think having someone like him as, as a lead is just refreshing from, I mean, basically we're coming off of Peter when you think about it um, for Bachelor. So, um, I mean... It's not too hard, I guess. Um, but I just, I it's refreshing from... Absolutely. I think having, but I definitely understand um, if this continues. Not that he's just like, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but he's... Well, it just, I don't know where the challenges are coming from is basically what, where I'm going with that. And, and not that Victoria is yeah. a challenge that we need because... Hopefully, once we get you know to where we actually know who these women are, and it's not just a, a gaggle of thirty women, we can get into um, you know, and that's a lot of time to drinking square. You know, like he challenges me or she challenges me, but yeah. so far there's been none of that. Is there is mm -hmm. it is great to see him listen to everyone and want to relate to everyone, but at some point you do have to say, hey, this is some this is where we differ, and we need to we need to hash that out. Yeah, I do feel like I will get there. Um, but I definitely see what you're saying as in, you know, episode two. And it's kind of just 
let's just try to everything's love everything. Everything's great. <laughs> yeah, everything's yeah, great, which it is. It is great. And I, I've enjoyed it. Um, and the fact that we continue to get hot tub after hot tub is yeah. also a positive because it was just something totally missing from last season. The fact that we didn't just get week after week of, of hot tub dates and we've already yeah. seen like three of them. It's great. Yeah. They, they were going through withdrawals. They just had to shove everything into the first two dates. <laughs> right. And in a way that you'll always get Matt shirtless, Hey, we have a wood fired hot tub, but we need someone to chop the wood. So he's going to take his clothes yeah. off and chop some wood because why Obviously. wouldn't he? And, and make they a even bet. have like, him. Do you think I can do this in one shot? Watch me. <laughs> and they even have him doing his interviews without a shirt on at this point. Yeah. I like, mean, let the dude it was, wear, it was wear a shirt and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was lacking last season. And, and really, the season you know, before. Sorry, Peter, but really. It, it's true. I mean, listen, uh, P, Matt makes Peter look like me. You know, like, because Peter was was in good shape, but like, in no way was he like, hey, let's do all of my interviews with my shirt off in good shape. So, yeah, I don't think I we mean, got Matt, very many uh, shirtless shots of Peter. No. And and don't get me wrong. I would I would do terrible things to a lot of people to to be as in shape as Peter. But like, listen, Matt has like 50 abs and is just in a different yeah. world. Yeah. Um, But he did put the shirt back on for dinner with Brie. And we got uh, another one of these conversations where, again, it's it, it was a deep conversation. So I don't want to say it was just like, oh, I'm agreeing with everything. But this is where they you have two people who literally can relate on almost every level because you have single moms and, um, you know, these very close relationships uh, or at least important relationships with their mother and absent fathers. I mean that's not just a, oh, I hear you and I want to listen to you. Like this was as relatable as can be. Yes. Um, yeah, so she she talked about her mom getting pregnant with her at the age of 13, um, which is extremely young. Um, it was always yeah. just the two of them. Um, and then during quarantine, she found out that her mom was pregnant with another child and kind of has this whole other family and home without her. And she's kind of doesn't really know. It sounds like she doesn't really know where she stands right now um, in terms of, is she going to go back and try to be with her mom's new family? Or is she, she kind of doesn't know where her home is at this point um, is what she was kind of explaining um, to Matt at this point. And she gets the rose and as shocker, uh, shocker and as a encore she gets a huge firework display which riles up the women because you have victoria again in the middle of people who are trying to be positive and like oh that i bet they're there and they're having a great day but then someone even suggests that oh i'm jealous and they're like oh see you are calling me out for being jealous but you're the one being jealous yeah, as these fireworks were happening, the fireworks were starting at the um, back at the women's. I don't want to say house because I don't really know what it is. <laughs> That's what they call Part it. Of the so resort, I think we can call it. <laughs> uh, the women's wing, <laughs> I guess. Um, 
but yeah, it, that's kind of, I mean, it started earlier when Brie got the card, but this is kind of where it all started just snowballing into a disaster. Yeah. And there are so many different parts of this. Like I said, she, she delivers drama, which without her, there would be no drama or maybe you have to search more for the drama and everything she's saying, you know, we see this every year, like, like Noah did it a couple times last year. Like he'll say something, or in this case, she'll say something where you'll say, okay, like I can sort of see what you're getting at, but then she like pumps it up to a hundred. And you know, that's why like when, I don't even remember who said it, but they're like, I feel sorry for her because people are getting up on her, but she has to stop being an idiot. And so she's not totally making awful points. It's just that she like peck, 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 peck. Like you can just say, Hey, I'm here for Matt. Delivery. Yeah. 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 If more people go home, that means I have a better chance and that's who I'm here for. Like just end it as opposed to like constantly, sniping at people after every word they say it's like it's hard for people not to gang up on you when it's you're making it you against the world yeah and i even you can you compared her to noah even i would compare a little bit to bennett in the way that um you know just the way she was talking is she went after like you said, facts basically. And then it just turned into condescending. And then that's how you make no friends. Yeah. And I mean, calling uh, Marilyn psychologically disturbed, I don't think you're going to make any friends that way. And not only that, but you've that literally she's... been with these people for like 24 <laughs> hours. Like, how do you even know all of this? How do you even know their name? <laughs> yeah, right. Let, let alone to know that they're psychologically disturbed. Seriously. And so it, it almost gets to a point where you're just like, just stop. Like you, I understand you feel alienated, even though you've done most of the alienating yourself, mm-hmm. but like, just stop, stop talking. You don't always have to constantly be yapping and it, you know, goes forward a little bit, but like she sits down with Matt before she, she, you know, drops the grenade and she makes great points. She's like, I'm self-conscious about things. I know that I always seem like, oh, I've got everything figured out. But like, I do look at myself and say, oh, well, this dress makes you look fat or whatever. And she had an opportunity, even though, again, she's not a big girl by any stretch of the imagination. But as far mm-hmm. as quote unquote bachelorette girls go, like, oh, she's not, she's maybe looks closer to what a normal person looks like. So she had that opportunity to like own that. Again, even though yeah. in the real world, she's super tiny, in Bachelor world, she had a chance to sort of play that, not even play that role, but like stand up for, for people who don't look like the size zeros everywhere. But instead, she takes it the next way. She can't just stop and say, okay, this is what we're talking about. She's like, yeah. let's go over the cliff. Yeah. Not only that, but she, like, every time she talked about something, like, she never finished the thought. Like she would say something and then all of a sudden she'd be like, I can't do this. Like it's, or it's too early for this, or I can't do this. I don't want to talk to you. Don't sit next to me. Like all this stuff. She didn't even like finish. <laughs> she was well, just, like, it's one thing to do it with the women. Phone. It's one thing to do it with the women you say you hate, 
but to do it with Matt as well, you know, you sort of scratch the surface and then he doesn't give you the rose and you're like, oh, well then I shouldn't have, why would I open up at all? I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Just well, yeah, goes back and not doing yourself when... any favors. Yeah, when she, when um, he was like, oh, now let me bring you upstairs. <laughs> like, there's obviously, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to even know anything about this show and you know that there is absolutely zero connection um, in chemistry with that relationship. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and this all, while this is happening, uh, we get like the biggest group date in history, uh, which I guess is what happens when, and this is without everyone getting a date, but you have the, the, the biggest group date in history, which I, I didn't mind the date, even though it was obviously we were, you know, we we're overlapping in filming. So they're probably like, Hey, this worked for us. Why don't you, uh, why don't you take some yeah. wedding photos? Okay. <laughs> like, let's do that. Um, Sounds good. Sort of was 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 a hit last time. I guess we'll do it. Um, but then not only you have too many women, so you don't even get everybody to get pictures. Um, which, I mean, I guess which they're just trying to bad. throw red meat in there. Yeah, I think that was. I don't want to say the worst part of this date because, um, but like the unfair part, I think of this date, like. I think they should have at least let everyone have, I know it would have taken a, a long time, but, um, but that's what happens when you have 50 people, like just deal yeah, with but it. Like, we didn't even have to see it all. Like don't show us all. Like we don't really care unless something funny happened or something, but um, like at least let everyone just get there, have their moment of getting their, that wedding picture done and then have him come in and be like, all right, we're going to, you know, take this up to the next level and, you're actually going to compete for his actual yeah, you heart. Have to, you have to fight for his heart and do some version of, I couldn't quite tell because it, it was sort of at first it was like, Oh, it's capture the flag. Cause you're getting the heart, but then you're hitting people with paint. So I'm like, well, was it like paintball? But then I guess people weren't actually ejected. Like in paintball, when you get hit, you're done. But I guess yeah. that wasn't the case. It was just a way to hit people. Like it was yeah, very confusing. It was like, it was confusing. I think they like kind of mixed like capture the flag with <laughs> with like throw, I, I don't throw know kind wedding of cakes dodge, at people. Yeah, kind of dodgeball when you think of hitting people with the paint and paintball. Like but then it was I don't think you were ejected. I think you could I think you just got hit and you kept going. Like I think it was sort of like a way to stop people. I don't think you actually were like left the well, game. I mean, Big Polly was the ref, so and he was on his phone the whole time or sleeping. So um, I don't think <laughs> I don't think the rules were very. I don't think they were enforced. Well, I did think uh, Chris said something similar to that, where, where like the rules are there are no rules. So I guess I should have just gone with that. But I was just wondering, like, why are we splashing people with paint if it doesn't do anything? But um, you could also say the same thing. Why are we? Because it's a white wedding dress. And they want to wreck it. <laughs> yeah. Why Why are we sh uh, shoving wedding cake on, you know, people's wedding dresses? I mean, yeah. just so us, I guess. Like, yeah. Not? So I guess all in all, like, there's just no rules. And it was just a free-for-all, basically. They were freezing. I mean, they're in these dresses that obviously, especially the ones that had maybe covered the legs, they were, like, chopping up so they could actually run in them. So they weren't covering anything. They were freezing. They had paint and cake and everything else on them. They're, I mean, how someone didn't break something, it was yeah. incredible. Because the, like, the 
the way some of these people bid it was just incredible. Yeah. I mean, good for them for going for going through that. Um, it didn't it didn't seem like it lasted honestly that long. Um, I know obviously editing, um, but I think they just needed it as like a time filler. They were like, okay, yeah, that's enough. All right, you go go get that heart, and then we're going to be done with this. Yeah, and so even though MJ is the one that sort of delivered the win, somehow Mari was the most valuable bride. Um, I, again, there are no rules, so whatever. But, yeah. um, you know, losers walk. And well, I, think you had she the, would, I, think, I think she got MVB because – yes. She was on the. I think they chose someone from the other team, right? But to, to like, join that date, no. I mean, it doesn't make sense. But <laughs> it's the bad. Like, why would you I mean, choose someone from the other team at all? But um, yeah. I mean, even yeah. in sports, like it's always annoying when the most valuable player ends up coming from a last place team. Like, well, how valuable could they have yeah. been if they finished yeah. last? Like, I would Were think a really valuable exactly? player would be someone on a first place team. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we see this very unique walk of shame where it's just, you know, last year it was speedos or nothing. And this year it's a wedding dress, but like with cake and paint and, you know, your, your namesake putting it perfectly. You're like, I got frosting on my boobs yeah. and she starts crying. I don't know because of the frosting or just because she lost. I couldn't quite put my finger on that, but she was it very was upset. Because she was exhausted. It was yeah, you need to talk to your, you, you need to go Katie to Katie with her and like tell her to man up a little oh, bit. Yeah. Well, we have a lot to discuss if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'd like to hear that conversation. Um, and then we, we get to the Victoria and Matt conversation. Um, the first one, not the, the one that caused us to get it to be continued, but you know, when she sits down with him and he says, oh, well, you know, what you're sharing helps me understand the way you are. And she lights up. But that's literally what Marilyn and the other girls were trying to say to her. It was like, well, no, I'm trying to understand you, like almost word for <laughs> word. So like, talk to me about what your problem is with this so I can understand you. And she took that offense. But of course, Matt says it and she's floating up to cloud nine like, oh, he wants to understand me. <laughs> He cares. He really cares. Yes, but Marilyn is deranged. I mean, yeah, makes no not sense. Not that any of she's... right, and not that anything she says should make sense. Clearly, we we know why she's there, and that's fine. But at least like a little semblance of reality in her craziness would be fine. I think we could we could do with that. Yeah, she's she's a special special person. <laughs> and what sent, ended up sending her off the deep end was what we were saying before about she opens up to him a little bit and then because of she did and didn't get the the rose which went to Lauren all of a sudden oh my god well clearly I need to I need to break something which in this case yeah. is like it was the just an entire I mean, cocktail party yeah I mean it's been extremely cringy with the when they're interacting <laughs> anyway but when, when like she thought that they were gonna kiss, and then he's like, "All right, can I take you back upstairs?" And then she had to ask for a kiss, oh. which oh, that's I don't well, think rough. I don't think I could ever like. Why would you do that? 
<laughs> if he wanted to kiss you, he would kiss you. I don't. Oh, it's so cringy. I needed it. Oh so my god. Uh, Uncomfortable. <laughs> so, with yeah, I mean, it really sums up every minute she's been on camera. It's just it's so uncomfortable. I just want her to stop talking. Like yeah. you make a good point five five words in, but then the next thousand words are all just crazy. Like just stop it. Five. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Um, um, you don't need to sleep on a couch. Like this. This isn't called the Victoria. It's called the Bachelor. Like, let's yeah. come on now. <laughs> You'll only be um, around for yes. a few more weeks. <laughs> right. But that crying in the background just sums it up perfectly. Like, just dynamite <laughs> drop in. We're definitely getting them some residuals for this. This is good. Going to have them doing the Blue Apron read soon. Um, it's more of an so, agreeing, agreeing scream. That's not a cry. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> And uh, so this leads us to what I thought was sort of the positive of the episode or one of the positives before we got to her passing out, but that Sarah gets a one-on-one and goes on what she appropriately dubs, you know, the first plane ever, ever made. I'm like, yeah, I know this. I don't know. They obviously they don't want to put their lead in danger, but I mean, would you get in a plane that looked like that? I don't think so. <laughs> it, that was, it, was pretty small. Because almost everything they do, that's sort of what I think. is like I would do pretty much everything because, well, ABC, oh, oh my God, their ser- show would end if they killed their lead. So, like, I, it's got to be pretty safe. Yeah. But that plane. Well, that's oh probably what gosh. they thought about the ATVs, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. We almost and got there already. So, so like, let's put them in a really lost. old plane. We almost needed to get another bachelor again. <laughs> huh. and, and so, you know, she is going in this, well, I want to have a conversation with him and I can't because like, this is cool, but I kind of want to have a chat. And then they do have a chat and she doesn't want to actually talk, um, which he could clearly tell and was like, Oh, okay. He's asking questions and just not getting the answers. So I was like, uh, so I guess we'll have a nice dinner later. Yeah, I mean, at first I thought he kind of sounded like he didn't sound annoyed, but like in his in the moment interview, he was kind of like, well, some like uh, some of the girls already, you know, opened up completely and were vulnerable. Like this is the like your second one on one date and it's the second episode. Like, I don't want to say he sounded annoyed because it wasn't that, but it was just something like, oh, well, these these girls already you know, opened up and there's something and she doesn't really want to open up, but she's going to have to because, you know, this is our time together. And so he was like kind of comparing her, which I wasn't, that's how I took it. I don't know if he actually was, but um, I kind of took it like, I was like, this is only the second episode. Yeah. Well, I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier when, the fact that like everything's hunky dory with everyone and everyone's Mm -hmm. like, it's perfect. And so when there's someone who very obviously was not answering fully, I mean, Mm -hmm. besides the fact that we know the backstory, like, well, clearly like, and he could, I do think he sounded annoyed. Um, And she must've picked up on that because once they got the dinner, she then wanted to dive in and, um, you know, it's obviously an incredible thing that she, she's been through. I mean, 
Oh yeah. We talked about a little bit in the first episode about leaving her job to, to help care for her father who has ALS and um, just the idea of being a caregiver um, at what, like 24 or whatever she is. I mean, to be at mm-hmm. any age is incredible, but to, you know, a point where yeah. you're thinking, okay, I'm going to focus on my career and everything's going one way. And then to have to do a U-turn. Um, I think it was just, he was looking for like, well, this was like, this is great. And they got there, but it was like, yeah, we could have done this five hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad. I'm definitely glad she ended up telling him at this dinner and wasn't like, you know, Oh no, I can't talk to you about this. And then she finds him later and like tries to, you know, talk to him about the, like, I'm glad it happened. This is the time that they had together one-on-one, no distractions. Um, and I'm, I'm glad she, she was able to come out and open up about that. And it it's obviously to the ours. most important part um, of, you know, of her story and why she's here and, and everything. So. And it led to hot tub number two of the episode. Two hot tubs in like one hour of the show. This is <laughs> Welcome to Matt James's Bachelor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you're thinking everything's great with her. Somehow she passes out later. Um, you know, to be continued. Um, yeah. But that leads us to the cocktail party where, once again, he's talking with everyone. And it's like the total, I mean... I know we say it a lot, but there's a reason these people are the best in the business. It's everything's great. Everything's awesome. Oh my God. Every conversation I've had has been so good and everyone looking like everyone's going to get time. And then in comes Victoria, who just for some reason has decided, well, this is the time when I need to tell him Um, she didn't use the B word. He did, but like that I'm being bullied by Marilyn, which she's the only one who seems to think there's any bullying going on. But for some reason she decided, Oh, I'm going to pull out this trick, which usually I wait until a little bit later in the season, but she must've been thinking. I, know, seriously. I, so too. I don't have that much longer. Maybe she was feeling she'd be an early exit. Um, so like, Hey, let me, let me pull an episode six trick out on episode two yeah. and complain exactly. about how I'm being treated by someone. And <laughs> maybe it'll work. I mean, the, judging by the coming attractions, you would think she's more than in more than just the, to be continued, depending on if he like puts a pause on the rose ceremony. Uh, but yeah, I just not. thought it was so like I just thought it was a random, like not a random um, confrontation, but like it, Victoria had something kind of with a bunch of people earlier in the episode, like talking about. Um, you know, the difference of being jealous and and not wanting Brie to be on the date and that whole thing. And then I feel like she just ended up on Marilyn because they had shared a room and she didn't want to go back and sleep in the same room. So this is kind of where it came to as, you know, Victoria versus Marilyn, as opposed to Victoria versus anyone else. Um, and it was just... To me, I thought it was kind of just a random person of the group to kind of go after. Yeah. And I mean, I guess she had to pick one instead of, because I, like he said, it's a, she said, she said, um, and they sort of all agreed on that. You know, it's, uh, what can I say? It's, it's, and I kind of wish Marilyn would have said, go ask the other women. 
but I guess if she would have come with like air and grievances about multiple people, that uh-huh. sort of sends the flag up like, oh, well, what's the common thread here? Like, okay, she has a problem with Rachel and Kristen and um, yeah. and Marilyn and starts like, hmm, okay, we have a common thread and it's that she doesn't get along with anyone, so. Yeah, because at first, I mean, Marilyn went first to, you know, really talk to him at the cocktail party and, you know, she went in and was like, I know we haven't, you know, we didn't really talk that much, but I was thinking, do you do not like me anymore? I wasn't on a date. And she's like, well, he's like, well, I remembered your favorite flower was an orchid, which, okay. Um, So I got, I brought brought you this flower. And then she was like on cloud nine and, and it was great. And then all of a sudden, like she walked back with the flower and Victoria was like, all right, this is what I'm going to strike. It's just, so bizarre all the way around. And like I said, if without her, this is all just everyone loves everyone. And um, it's not drama free, but certainly less drama. But at some point you just have to say like, why? I mean, I get a little bit and we, every season, no matter bachelor, bachelorette, you need that person for a while. Yeah. And maybe this is just a quick burn. Cause that's what she does. But like, Okay. Well, like you, you said, I mean, episodes. like at, without her, there's really, I mean, there's really no one right now that would give us no, some, any. Everyone loves everybody. Sort of entertainment. Yeah, like oh, she had the first kiss. That's so great. I'm like, whoa, hold on. Okay, that's what you really do. Everyone is like, yeah, everyone is buddy buddy with everybody else, and that yeah. gets into the sorority thing that a couple people mentioned. Um, and while I get not wanting necessarily be in a sorority there, you have to get along. This is just sort of that next level of like, oh, I hope you have a great date. Like, yeah. see you though. Which, so which you goes back to, to Victoria's. Yeah, like Victoria's not completely wrong. She's just the wrong messenger. Like, yes. you don't want other people's dates to be great. You know, right. just, hey, we don't see eye to eye. You got to go home. That means I'm still here. But yeah. Like, but you don't have to this wallow idea that you hold... like the, uh, ugh. Yes, okay. exactly. Wrong, right portion of a message, completely wrong messenger. Um, yeah. You know, and I wish he could have seen the fact that he wouldn't, she wouldn't even sit next to Marilyn. Like he tries to have a conversation, say, hey, let's, let." she's like, let's go outside. No, it's cold. I want to stay here. So the women, yeah. okay, I'll, we'll leave you alone. Can I sit here? No, I, I look at you. Well, you can look at her while sitting next to her. I it want just, to see her face when you realize that you're wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, she's just, I just play that back. Like, there are certain times where it's just like, you get a pass to watch video footage once. Like, here you go. And you can see you're acting yeah. like a three year old. Like, there's yeah. no conversations that need to be had. Just watch that and be like, oh, right. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Let's move on. Yeah. And yeah, uh, if basically enough, if, he leaves it as, you know, I got to get to the bottom of this. And then he doesn't really do anything. And then he's like, okay, rose ceremony. <laughs> yes, I didn't really get to the bottom of anything. And because just like, oh, she said, she said, oh, well, guess we'll move on. Uh, yeah. And then you have, so anyone that didn't hate Victoria before is now on that bus because all of a sudden you have a lot of women, things were going great. And so everyone was on track to, hang out with him and then 
this ends everything sort of abruptly and or takes mm -hmm. up time. So now you have all the people that didn't get to talk to him are like, oh, okay, now we're on team anti-Victoria. Anti yeah. Yeah, okay, now we get it. <laughs> and this somehow got to Sarah because, and this is where I'm a little confused about what happened with her because mm -hmm. she's getting upset off camera, you know, and her in the moment saying how, well, Victoria ruined the night. She's starting to cry. And then it flips to her, you know, in between roses where she just like falls off the dais and uh, needs to be attended to. feels like she's going to pass out. I, yeah. I don't know that I'm getting the connection there. Um, I, I don't either. Um, I, I wouldn't have any question if she didn't have a rose or a date. Totally. Then a hundred percent, it would be like, you know, she's stressed out. She wants attention. You know, this is, this is the route she's taking to get that. Um, but I mean, she had a great date. She got a rose. They had a great connection. So there must be something deeper than that. It um, just, and which hopefully we've seen we wonderful editing. Yeah. I mean, we've seen wonderful editing before, so maybe one had nothing to do with the other, but for her specifically to be talking about how like Victoria ruined the night and like getting emotional about it while holding a rose just didn't connect for me. Yeah. And maybe it did, maybe it's just, she had, didn't have enough fluids or whatever. And she got lightheaded, but if it had mm -hmm. to do with Victoria quote unquote ruining things while she knows she's coming back, I, so I was yeah. very confused about that whole situation. Yeah, I don't, I definitely don't understand the exact connection um, between these two events. Um, but I, I would hope we get actual answers <laughs> since it's to be continued. Or yeah, like they could just this kind of brush it off as, okay, yeah, which we've you know, seen plenty before. just blacked out. Now I'm better. I went, <laughs> I went to a room and got fluids and now I'm back. I'm feeling better. That's it. So it could you go know, at some way. point we get the clip of Victoria saying, you know, tell him Sarah sucks. And if somehow this delays the rose ceremony, maybe that's what leads to that because, you know, Victoria doesn't have a rose yet. And, you know, mm -hmm. tell him that, that Sarah sucks. Um, and which I know it's ridiculous that those are even words that we need to, to mention, but um, the fact that that's like one of the big scenes is tell him Sarah sucks is tell probably tells us all yeah. we actually need to know about Victoria. Yeah. Like what is, what is going to happen and let, we need answers. And the back. Yeah. I mean the back and forth made it seem like, okay, when something happened, I thought it was Marilyn. Cause that would make the most sense if she's Obviously. concerned oh, yeah. worried about, Oh, I'm, I'm not going to get a rose now. I'm like, Oh, she's, she's having an issue. I'm like, well, but it's Sarah. I'm just, I don't know. I've, I yeah. mean, I get confused easily, but I just, this whole thing just didn't connect for me. Yeah. We can only um, hope But what we for... do know, for, for some answers, that would be nice. Um, but we do know that Bree, Lauren, Sarah, Piper, Kit, Meg, Rachel, Abigail, Chelsea, Jacina, Katie, your girl, and Serena C have roses before the two be continued. Um, yes. Where that leaves us at next week, we'll see. Um, but I'm hoping for this, and this is just so that we get rid of Victoria. 
Um, I'm hoping that he postpones the rest of the rose ceremony. And that's where we get the clip of her saying Sarah sucks because then she gets eliminated when the rose ceremony finishes and we're done with her. Yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> yeah, I know. Producers thinking. probably won't let her go that quickly, but yeah. Wishful thinking for you. <laughs> that's why I'm here. I'm just trying Aww. to be the, the voice of positivity. Uh, and so we'll find out next week what happens, obviously. Um, but while Matt is the bachelor, while Matt is in Pennsylvania, what else is going on in the rest of the world? There's a lot going on. We have a lot going on in Bachelor Nation. Um, we we didn't talk about it last week, um, probably because we didn't want to end on a on a, <laughs> a negative note. Maybe that's why we didn't do it. Um, but two big breakups in Bachelor Nation. We have Evan and Carly, and Peter and Kelly. Shocking. Shocking. Not so shocking. Yeah. Shocking. I, I would, I don't know. It was kind of shocking for Carly and Evan for me. Yes. Um, but I mean, we, I think we knew that it wasn't, they weren't long, long term. Um, it was shocking that they ended so soon after they just post so much happy stuff. And I guess you just don't know what's really going on with them. Um, and the Peter and Kelly relationship too, was just, that was just doomed from the start. Evan and Carl surprised me on a couple levels. One is I thought that they were just quirky enough for each other that it just, it seemed to fit. But the, yes. the more shocking part about that is that somehow Evan is the one who wanted out. And yes, that's the biggest part of this whole quote unquote story. I think what um, world are we living in? Yeah, <laughs> This was obviously hey, a Bruce got story. <laughs> dude, our dude here has got five kids. He's now going to be twice divorced. He's like, okay. okay but not looking. only, not only that, but like, do we like remember this season of Bachelor in Paradise? Like he basically like forced Carly into loving him <laughs> and mm -hmm. was, and you know, like you said, they were quirky enough for each other. It worked. They ended up getting engaged and they were actually happily married for a while. They were married for, I think almost three years, um, yeah. have two kids or two or three kids. Um, and, but that is the most shocking part is, that this was really Evan's call. <laughs> yeah, it makes absolutely no sense to me. I can't, I, because I, when I saw it, I said, oh, that's, that's, that sucks. I never, I didn't see that coming. But I just assumed it was her decision. It was Carly. <laughs> and to find, to find out that she was saying, hey, you know, I told him if you ever wanted out, you can get out. I'm like, why would he ever yeah. want out? Where's he going? I don't understand. <laughs> Who is your out? <laughs> Oh, and the other, I mean, you know, Peter and Kelly, I, I never expected that to work. Um, just I, mean, that I mean, yes, situation. you know, like maybe they were just, just enough for each other. And, you know, their parents did meet, their moms became really close. And, you know, with Barb being Barb, I mean, right there, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much, um, if you can impress her, I guess you're 
good for a while, I guess, in the relationship. But I mean, they were moving together um, to New York from California um, and something just went wrong with planning with the move. And they basically just said they were in two, they had two different views of the future. So whatever that is, but it does look like, um, it looks like Peter broke up with Kelly. So um, hmm. not sure how true that is, but they are both still moving to New York though, which I thought was yeah, interesting. I, I wouldn't say unlike, unlike uh, Carly and Evan, I don't know that either way that surprises me, like who broke up with who was, I mean, anytime your mother is that involved in like picking your significant other, it's never going to yeah. end well. So um, listen, I wish Peter well, I wish everyone well, but until he, if he ever tells Barb to like, calm down and let him pick his women or men or whatever, you know, his next relationship is, then I just, it's hard to imagine being successful. Yes. And speaking of Barb, <laughs> um, this is probably more of a this is probably more of a warning for everyone. Um, she learned how to go live on Instagram last night. <laughs> oh no! So um, I randomly just happened to be on Instagram and I saw um, it said "Sweet Nums," which is her uh, Instagram handle. Which that's a whole nother issue. Of course. Um, uh, is going live or whatever. So naturally I clicked it. Um, and she had like almost, she had over a thousand people watching her. <laughs> and wow. then if you, okay. yeah. So if you requested like, cause you know, on Instagram, when you're live, you can, people can request to be in your video. Obviously. So she was accepting people. So she was just accepting like all these people that were just like, like requesting to be on her live, uh, she'd be like, okay, oh, this cool. is, you know, Ryan from Connecticut. And then like the the couple or the person would like just pop up and then be like, oh my gosh, I'm your biggest fan. I love Peter, like all this stuff. And then, Peter, like. cool. and then Peter made an appearance because um, she was like, I don't know how to do all this, this technology <laughs> stuff. She, but then she was like, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to be doing this a lot more often. I really like this. Um, oh boy. But yeah, Peter made an appearance and, and then all the comments turned to, why did you and Kelly break up? Like get back together. And then he's like, all right guys, like I'm going to go back. And then kind of exited, <laughs> exited um, that, but um, yeah, so she's probably going to be doing that a lot more so you should check it out at least once and she's like the typical mom like on you know the older person on and her her face is like all the way up in the screen can you see me Um, and she's like she's like oh hi to iceland hi to connecticut hi to like all this stuff on everyone she's like hi to boston oh i love clam chowder like just like all this random (laughs) stuff so (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um, oh. Another another Instagram story news. Um, Tasia did um, like a 5K race with Zach um, for New Year's over the weekend. And okay. Joe was doing the same race 
Remember anesthesiologist Joe? Yeah. Her ex, her ex boyfriend, ex, I guess. Who won? Um, I don't know, but they like took a picture together and they were like laughing, and so they're on good terms. In case you were wondering. Okay. I, I um, listen. Joe was one of the surprising, uh, you know, surprising exits. So good to see Joe is thriving. Yes. Um, and then my final one that I have is. Um, Mike Johnson, who we wanted to be bachelor instead of Peter, no offense, um, was <laughs> he just got a hosting gig for a digital series for Fox, um, called that looks good. And it's basically like a food, a food competition show with reviews on food. So, yeah. Yeah, that's all I have in Bachelor Nation world. Wow. Well, I'm definitely going to be checking out Barb's Lives, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, and hopefully they'll they'll let us join. I mean, we got to join the next live and, <laughs> and have a chat with her. See if we can help with the approval of, of Peter's next significant other. Yeah, there you go. Sweet nums. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, sweet numbs. I hope you're listening and hope you're following us on all socials at Bachelor Podcast. And uh, this is episode two. We're just starting. It's amazing. Uh, so season 25 will continue next week. And uh, Katie, thank you as always. Thank you. And we'll see you all next week. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.